Hey, so this podcast is all about team building. And so I know that you are probably here because you're thinking about hiring or building a team, or maybe you've even started to do so, but still have a lot of questions about how to do it the right way. Growing your team is a huge step. Even if you're just thinking about it, I applaud you. And also, there are a lot of things that you might not even think about that can be absolutely disastrous for a newly growing company if you don't know that you need to be aware in advance. So I created a guidebook for you. It's called The 10 Pitfalls of Growing a Creative Team. And that's gonna help you avoid the things that can wreak havoc on your business if you're not careful. Things that I really wish someone had told me when I first started growing a team. It's a free guidebook, so you can download your copy right now. Just click that link in the top of the episode description, or you can go to hannahbjorndahl.com slash guidebook. That's H-A-N-N-A-H-B-J-O-R ndal.com slash guidebook. Hi, this week is part two of my series on lead tracking. Last week, I shared all about my lead tracking system and why it's so important to my business. This week is all about how I apply what I learn from lead tracking to my business and how it helps me bring in more leads and also how it helps me book more of those leads that I already have. So I'm excited to dive in and share more with you about this, but before I do, two things. First of all, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go back and do that first. There will be a little bit of overlap in this episode, but last week's episode is the foundation to what I'm talking about today, so it's going to be really helpful. In last week's episode, I also shared my template for my lead tracker, which you can get for free. Get access to that at hannahbjorndahl.com slash lead tracker, L-E-A-D-T-R-A-C-K-E-R. So check that out, pull it up as you listen because it's going to be really helpful. And like I said, it's totally free. So if you're nearby your computer, download that now. If you are out on a run or you're driving or something like that, definitely come back later and get access to that. And then you can reference this episode and last week's episode as you look through it. Second thing I wanna share before we get started In early 2021, I am launching a brand new program for wedding photographers and creative entrepreneurs who are seeking to gain clarity and direction for their business and implement an intentional plan to create the best business and lifestyle possible. This is going to be a one-on-one program, so you're going to be working with me directly a lot over the course of several months. And our goal is to take your business to the place where you want it to go. This is a really big deal to me. I have been dreaming of this for a long time, and I know a lot of people have been asking for something like this. So if you are interested in being a part of my new program, I've literally only talked about it on my podcast and individually to some of my past mentorship students. So you're the first to hear about it and I am only going to be offering it to a limited number of people. So if you want to learn more about that, send me a message info at hannahbjorndahl.com. Again, an email info at hannahbjorndahl.com. Just letting me know you'd like to learn more. Emailing me does not in any way commit you to doing this program. It's important to me that we determine if this is a good fit for you. So send me a message just to get more information. And then if you want to learn more, we will take the next step in learning whether or not this program is a good fit for you. But I wanted to let my amazing podcast audience know about this program before I officially launch it and put it on my website and share on social media 
So if you want to be the first in line, send me a message. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Hannah Bjorndahl, whatever's easier for you, and I can send you more information about that. All right, without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. You're listening to Everyone Wins with Hannah Bjorndahl. I'm Hannah, a creative sales strategist that turned my dream of being a wedding photographer into a six-figure company. I'll be honest, I had no idea what I was doing when I started my business. I had never even shot a wedding before, but within a year, I used my background in communication, psychology, and advertising sales to build a full-time career that had completely replaced my nine to five income. I truly believe that a great sales process can improve any business, but for us wedding photographers, I think it's the key to success. I also believe that anyone can learn and apply great sales strategies, and that's why I made this podcast. So are you ready? to apply simple yet life-changing sales strategies to your business, then pour yourself an extra large cup of coffee and let's get started. So let's start with a quick recap from last week. If you listened a full week ago or maybe longer and you can't quite remember what I talked about, here are the basics. I track all of our new leads through a simple Google spreadsheet. On this sheet, I can quickly see at a glance all of our inquiries in chronological order of when they came in, and each individual lead has several pieces of information attached to it, which again, I can just see at a glance. A quick review of what a lead is, just in case you're not super familiar with that term, a new lead is simply someone who has reached out about working with us, someone who has expressed interest in a formalized way, A lot of people in the wedding industry call these inquiries. It's the same thing. It's someone interested in working with you who has reached out proactively to get more information. At least for the sake of this episode and the way that I have set up my lead tracking sheet, that's how I define it. So the information that I input about each individual lead, that comes from the contact form that they filled out when they first inquired about working with us. There are also categories on this spreadsheet that we fill in as we go. These are pieces of information like, have they scheduled a consult call with us yet? Have they completed that call? Have they booked us yet? And on what date did they book us? So the lead tracker has both information that they've filled out on the contact form. So basic information like their names, their wedding date, their location, how they found us, and then that other information that I just mentioned. So I'm going to be sharing today how I use this sheet, this lead tracker, as a basis for my strategies in bringing in more leads and also some of my strategies for booking more of the leads that we already have, that have already been logged in that sheet. So basically what we're talking about is both marketing strategies and sales strategies all using my lead tracker. And one more time, if you haven't downloaded that template yet, you can get that at hannahbjorndahl.com slash lead tracker. Definitely is gonna make this episode a little bit more easy to follow along with if you've seen it and even better if you have it in front of you. The way that that template works is that you're just gonna copy and paste it into your own Google spreadsheet or Excel sheet or whatever. You can also listen to this episode all the way through and then circle back when you're ready to work on your own lead tracker. So let's talk about how I am using my lead tracker. First, I use it as a tool in booking leads that I already have more effectively and more often. So it affects my sales strategy. The second way that I use it is to bring in more new leads. So that more relates to marketing. So let's break down these two individually, starting with how I book more of the leads that I already have. 
So I use my lead tracker to book more of the leads that I already have, first of all, by creating a color-coded visual system that helps me clarify exactly who I need to follow up with without spending a ton of time looking through individual client files. So I highlight clients who have booked us in green, so the cell itself is green, clients who have turned us down or we have closed, meaning that we're no longer pursuing working with them. I highlight those in red. And then what's left are open leads that aren't highlighted. So essentially what happens is leads that aren't red or green, they are just blank white and they stick out on the sheet really clearly. And this helps me make decisions about who to follow up with on any given day. I open the spreadsheet and I immediately see a handful of clients that aren't highlighted. So they're open leads that are still possibly going to book us. Some of those I've already had a consultation call with. Some of them haven't scheduled their consult call yet. And I can quickly scan that sheet and know, okay, these are people that I need to be following up with regularly. Because we input each individual lead chronologically, so... The first person of the year is at the very top of the sheet, and then it just goes down as the year goes on. I can see if there's any unhighlighted patches higher up in the sheet, which means there are some people that have been open leads for a really long time. That is sometimes a signal that maybe I need to follow up and I haven't in a while, or it might be a signal that it's time to close out that lead and send them one final message. This primarily is a huge time saver because I can scan the sheet so quickly and know exactly who I need to talk to. And then I can also see the different stats about each individual lead. So things like what they listed their budget as, where their venue is at, if we have had a consultation call or not. And that also informs my decision about whether or not I should follow up and how frequently. If they're a really strong lead and they have a budget that fits with how much we charge and it's a venue that we love from a source that we love, then those are clients that we know are more ideal. But if it's someone that listed a budget under our starting price, maybe it's a venue that's a little bit further away, so we know we're going to have to charge travel, or maybe it just doesn't seem like a strong lead for one reason or another based on other notes that we have about them. In those cases, we know it's probably not worth following up seven, eight, nine times, especially if we haven't even been able to get on the phone with them yet. So saving time and being clear on who I need to follow up with is going to automatically help me book more leads because I have more time in the day to focus on who's most important. So getting clear and saving time in the way that I follow up with leads is the first step in booking more effectively. The next step in booking more effectively using this system is paying attention to those important leads and making sure that no one slips through the cracks. I mentioned this on last week's episode, but let's get a little bit more specific. Previously, I only used my booking workflow, which I shared in episode 13 about how having a workflow can transform your business. So you might be familiar with this. So previously, my only way of following up was just following the tasks in my workflow. So when someone would inquire about working with us and became a new lead, we would start up this workflow that would remind us to follow up in different time periods and intervals. And that was good. And I actually still use that basic format and some of the base templates. But this approach that I use now, where I go in daily or every other day and look at our leads sheet, that allows me to have a much more customized approach and make decisions based on each individual lead to decide the best way to follow up with any given couple. This absolutely has made my follow-ups with couples more effective. I'm looking at our leads on a case-by-case basis, but like I said in step one, I'm not spending hours on this. I'm just spending a couple minutes a day reviewing that sheet and seeing who I need to follow up with. 
with. So while on the outside, it might seem super complicated to follow up individually in different ways with every single lead and not have one specific system of, okay, first I follow up one day after they inquire and then I follow up three days later, we have learned that the most effective way to do this is to be a little bit more personalized in approach. But again, we do still use our HoneyBook workflow to keep us on track as a general measure of how often to follow up. So I'm able to take this personalized custom approach to each individual couple and on top of that, I get very familiar with their details, with their venue, with the notes I've taken about them. I think as a small business owner, it's just helpful that I'm able to familiarize myself with potential clients so much very early on in the process. Now, I will admit that this is both an art and a science. And I think that especially if you are a newer business owner and you're still figuring out your system for sales and how you wanna work with clients, this is a great way to develop and experiment and research what type of sales strategies work for you with any given client. And I also think it allows a little more wiggle room for negotiation and coming back to clients if they aren't responding as much. Just in general, this allows you to keep a very careful eye on anyone interested in working with you. And I know for some business owners who are getting hundreds and hundreds of inquiries on an annual basis, this just isn't practical. But I will also tell you that Hannah Bjorndahl Photography gets several hundred inquiries every year. And I have not found this system to be burdensome or time consuming at all. It takes me less than a minute to input the information when we receive a new wedding lead. And then I check in on it for about 60 seconds to two minutes every day and then spend maybe five to 10 minutes a day sending follow-up emails to couples. It's very fast. It's very effective. And it gives me a very good pulse on my business on a daily basis. So for my business owner friends that are listening, and maybe you're getting just a handful of inquiries each month, maybe 20 or less, 10 or less. This is incredibly manageable. And if you're consistent with it and you really put some care into maintaining this list, I'm gonna pretty much guarantee that you're gonna become a better business owner and you're gonna be able to book more of your new leads. So all of that was pretty conceptual, but I wanna talk about how I'm actually booking more right now with this strategy. Intentional, regular, and personalized follow-ups allow me to stay on top of our very best leads and continue to regularly connect with them in an authentic way. So it doesn't feel pre-written. I have some templates for follow-ups, but honestly, they're almost entirely customized based on where that client is at. I can use the notes that I've taken within the sheet to personalize the message. And then when they book, or if they turn us down, I color code them like I mentioned before so I can keep focused on those open leads. So I guess that was kind of a summary of what I've said so far, just in how I'm able to book new leads using this strategy. So that was part one, how I'm booking current leads that I have. Now, part two of this episode is, how am I using my lead tracker to bring in new leads? This relates to one category from my form in particular, and that is the lead source category. So if you remember me going through all the different categories I have on my lead tracker, these are all the different pieces of information that I input about each individual new lead. And one of those categories is the lead source. In other words, how did that person find me? If you don't already have a line on your contact form, asking about how a potential client found you, pause this episode right now and go and add it. 
Understanding where leads are coming from is absolutely essential to any marketing strategy. It is your key to understanding if your strategies are effective or they're not working. It's literally your measure of if your marketing is doing its job. So we look at this a lot at Hannah Bjorndal Photography. You can actually hear me talk about this a lot more in episode 18, which is all about the metrics that I measure within my business. But let's focus in specifically on lead source. I use my lead tracker to keep a regular eye on our lead sources. So yes, I also am looking at our lead sources on a monthly basis and looking at bigger numbers of how many new leads we got from any individual source. But being able to see this information regularly at a glance, so the people who have just inquired in any given day or week and where those leads are coming from, this gives me a regular pulse on what is going on in my business, what lead sources are effective on a daily basis. And I do want to take a quick second to emphasize the underlying theme here with my lead tracker. It gives you a regular pulse on your business. So seeing this sheet almost daily is like giving my business a daily checkup. And while my KPI tracker gives me monthly big metric measures, and again, if that sounded like a foreign language to you, check out episode 18, and it's going to be really impactful for your business. But this lead tracker sheet, it's a real-time, in-the-weeds details look at how we're doing on a daily basis. So by observing which lead sources are currently working on that daily basis, I can act upon those things. So if this feels a little bit too conceptual and not concrete enough for you, let me give you a few examples. If I suddenly get a couple referrals from one specific past client, I can promptly send them a thank you and encourage them to continue sending referrals. Here's another example. If we suddenly get a lot of inquiries on Instagram within a couple days, I will check our recent posts and their success and engagement, and then I'll make a note of how to post in the future if one of those posts was really successful in actually bringing in new business. That might mean geotagging a location or using certain hashtags or tagging certain companies. But if we find that something's effective and we see an uptick in inquiries from Instagram, then I'm gonna go ahead and research that right away so we can really take advantage of that attention that we're getting. Here's one more example. If a planner or a wedding venue suddenly starts sending us multiple leads, we can consider how are we gonna thank them and encourage that relationship to flourish rather than waiting a month or two or three and not even reaching out and saying thank you and cultivating that relationship. So these are all strategies that I've used as a result of my lead tracker and they've allowed me to be way more focused and intentional about our strategies so that we can market really effectively and we can also make changes in our marketing and pivot really quickly if something's working really well or if we notice things aren't going well and we need to make a quick change. Acting fast is not always what is necessary when it comes to marketing, but sometimes it is, and especially in a year like 2020 when it's been harder than ever to get couples to commit, when it feels like people might never get married again on some days. Making real-time adjustments and having a pulse on your business is incredibly important. Making these micro adjustments on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis based on the lead sources that we see coming in, that has allowed us to grow our business in really significant ways. It's allowed us to tap into new networks and markets of people. And in general, it's made me feel much more connected to my business and to our clients. So I certainly hope 
that if you were not sold on last week's episode of tracking your leads, that this week's episode did it for you. If you haven't already grabbed my free lead tracker template, go ahead and do that at hannahbjorndahl.com slash lead tracker. If we aren't already connected online, I would love to chat. Go ahead and give me a follow at Hannah Bjorndahl on Instagram. You can send me a DM if you have any follow-up questions from this week's episode. You can also join our exclusive Facebook community, and you can find that at hannahbjorndahl.com Facebook. If you love this episode and you haven't already, make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. I post new episodes every single Wednesday. And of course, if you haven't already left me a review and you've loved this episode, you love other episodes, please leave me a five-star review. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Everyone Wins. I hope you learned something new that you can take to your own business and apply right away. I am all about flipping traditional sales on its head and creating an amazing and unforgettable client experience. It brings me so much joy to share this information with you and see how you apply it. Thanks again for joining me this week and I hope I'll see you next week. Oh, 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 oh,